Welcome to Fantasy Campground. From giants and goblins to abjuration and aboliths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, good, man. I don't I, think I'm ever going to not be surprised. I think that. what's yeah. great is that uh, you have them ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's yeah. good. I have one job. One job. <laughs> <laughs> one job. <laughs> to come up with good taglines. Well, welcome back, campers. It's uh, it's another day here at the Fantasy Campgrounds, and we're talking about a uh, little bit of how to deal with this is this episode. We're going to be talking about, Michael, what's the big, how are we dealing with something? What, what is it? Uh, this is going to be uh, how to deal with being a new player. The Fantasy Campground. How to deal with this? Uh, first time at a table. Uh, so you're, you're going to your first game, you find, or you find an Adventure League group that you want to go join Ooh, up with. Rough. Yeah. Rough. Uh, same, same thing you're talking about for online group, right? Like uh, uh, It could be an online group, yeah. 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 So I've noticed you, it was really easy to join an on online group. Because there's so many of them. And you, a couple clicks of a button and you're in a game. Mm-hmm. Right. You can play with someone from Europe and Australia at the same time. So moment. this is yeah. how to deal with this. Like what to expect on your first time at a table. What to kind of bring. Yeah. To how to, how to prepare a little bit. Right. How to be kind of as prepared as you can be. Yeah. I like so it. So I, I know when I first showed up to Adventure League and I'm one of those people that kind of probably over prepares. I read as much yes, as I could. Are. I got, uh, you know, was reading everything I could. So I already knew the rules. I already knew all that stuff. I Shocker. had my own dice, had all that stuff. Uh, whereas some people might might not, you know, going out and buying books, you know, books are expensive. Andy knew nothing. Yeah. yeah. Andy, Andy and me, we bought, we bought the books, but we were like, we're just going to go have fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you, you don't really know what to expect. How do you prepare for it? So that's what we're going to talk about. All right. So treat me as I'm the new player. So Every day. I, Every right. day we treat you like <laughs> that. <laughs> Every session. Oh, I love Mondays. That's <laughs> so great. This, this coming from the player who eats books. Yes. <laughs> Leather's tasty. So, okay. So you're a player. Are there any required reading? What is, what is a required book? What is something that you should definitely have Versus you should have. Is there any? Uh, is there any like requirements? I would say de- depending on where you're going to play, there player's manual could be absolutely no requirements. Right. Um, you don't even have to buy the books. Ugh. I don't know. I, I would. I would push back on that. <laughs> I would say if you're a new player, spend the thirty dollars and buy a goddamn. Player. I would Ooh. say you don't have to do that because, no. in fact, on D and D's website. They have a starter set of rules that lays out the basics oh, that's of right. they get right. the free stuff. book. Yes, that's right. So it's it like is a, an, an edited version of the player's right. manual. Yes. Right? So yeah. it is. It it's is like a very a third, cut down. It's like a third. Yeah. It 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 explains your basic things like uh, combat, uh, basic overview of combat, how spells work, how do you know the works, URL for like that? that? Or is, it's probably going to be something ridiculous. Okay. Uh, we'll look it up and edit we that can, in later. Yeah, we can yeah. link it to the to the podcast. Or, or yeah, we can put it in the podcast Oof, description. Somewhere. The write ups. Yeah, those have gotten rough lately. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so creative with them. That's right. Because you do such a good job. I yeah. think I made up words. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> it's like if I just put Y at the end, it's a word, right? Yeah. But yes, if you if you use that URL and you go and get the the free rule set, you technically don't have to buy anything. Yeah. There's one person who I think should have three books. And 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 I would say to to get your to really take yourself as as you if you're the dungeon master and you have the player's handbook, the monster manual and the dungeon master's guide, you can run a complete campaign and you can answer most every question that the players have because you can give them the player's handbook to read if they need it. Sure. And you can create campaigns with the DMG and the monster manual. And so, I'm going to say no to that too. Okay. Buying <laughs> three books. Buying three books. That's $100 that somebody has to spend to just Easy. get up to Easy set up a game. Well, okay. You All don't right. have to. So how do you, okay. The starter so, set. So, would you, okay, hold on. Would you recommend somebody being a DM of a group who doesn't know how to play Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Is that always a, try yeah, to, always what? try to play. Absolutely. You've got a group know. of friends that everyone know. goes, I want to play D&D. And you have the one friend that steps up and says, I'll I'm going to be the, dun- I'll D- DM, I'm going to be the dungeon master for this. Buy a module. <laughs> actually. Don't think it up. Actually, yes. Uh, go don't. out and buy the starter set has everything you need for a small group of players sure. to learn how to play the game as players. And it also has an entire set of things for someone who's going to run it as a DM. 
so it's going to have it has Oof. a module. It tells My worst you how nightmare to... is coming to a fresh D and D game. I've never played D and D before, and then like even the DM's like, I've never done this before. D and D nightmare. <laughs> so that's as a, a that's a D and D nightmare. As a DM, that you might want to be a little you might want to be a little bit more prepared. Somebody needs to read read up. through read through the starter set. Uh, so you it has a module in there, the Lost Minds of Fandelver. Oh yeah, that's right. That's and, right. That's yeah. right. So that's you right. you read through that. It's going to walk you through how to run the game. It's a level right. one to three adventure. Right? Yeah. It is. And you have an adventure. You have all the monster stat blocks. You have everything you need. It, it has character sheets, pre-made character sheets for yeah. Hand if them out if your players don't yeah. you know want to go names through that. and everything. I think exactly names, yep. backgrounds, flaws, features, all that stuff. Uh, the star set's great for those people that have friends that are in a group that want to start playing D&D. Okay. Well, what about the person who's coming first time to a D&D group that's been established? Uh, they have to make, I don't know, level five, level six character and jump into a campaign. What is some prep material that you can recommend to them besides a starter set? What is the... Uh, if Get the book. Read the book. Read... The player's manual is what you're Yeah, you can do the player's manual or the, the free rules is that they have on Wizards' website is pretty expansive. There, it explains a lot of stuff there. It's not going to get into the noodly things in the player's sure, manual. Sure, sure. Uh, like some of the... I don't think it has all the features. It right. doesn't have all of the... the and, yeah. Uh, yeah, the feats. It doesn't have all of the races, I don't think. Uh, there's things like that. Sure. But it'll give you a good under basic understanding of things. I would, give, I would go one step further, and I'd say you have to make a choice whether you want to be digital or physical. Uh, if you want to be a digital player, D&D Beyond, buy the books there, you can go completely digital. Un, yes. It's the same price. Unfortunately, Wizards has made people make that choice. You have to make that choice. Yes. You Our, can't mix. Yep. It's mm. the worst. If you buy all physical no. and then you try to make a, a digital ah. D&D Beyond character and your dog keeps barking, like it's just the worst. We're not trying to bash wizards, but we just some of us don't agree with their business model. If you buy it physical, <laughs> include the digital for free. For fuck's sakes, I already spent thirty dollars on the goddamn book. Give me the fucking ones and zeros for free, and or at least discount it. And there's Justin's rant. This should be a code. I, it should I be agree. a code. Just like you remember back in the day in the nineties. Remember the nineties? They were great. <laughs> You bought, a, you bought a CD. You bought a CD in 1999, and the CD said, "Hey, go to com and get our MP3 oh for free." I haven't heard that for fucking Dude, ever. That is early 2000s. You just man. like hit the back <laughs> section of my brain. Every CD came with that back in the day. Do you remember back going in to the, the mall <laughs> and like walking through the CD store yeah. and just walking through the racks of Block, CDs? Blockbuster music, and you got the headphone that a thousand <laughs> other people put on. And you're like, I'm gonna put this on. And then a guy came up to you, like acting like he knew everything about music. And you're like, I'd like to listen to the new Counting Crows CD. And he's uh, like, You oh, just described gross. every Sam Goody's experience yeah. <laughs> ever. I have to go home. <laughs> <sighs> hey, man, do you for, wanna for, know more about Creed? <laughs> For for those people listening that were born this century, yeah. uh, we used to have to go into physical places right. to you buy just, music. You used to have to go talk to people. You, you had to deal with a fucking high school kid who thought he knew everything about music. Exactly. Or or the you know forty year old guy yeah. that was stoned out of his mind. Yeah. Right. Probably lived in his van. Yeah. Down by the river. You sure you don't want to listen to the B sides Japanese covers of Nirvana that I got in? <laughs> No, dude, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> we should get. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was a huge detour. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> so yes, it back. is a good point though that I'll edit that. Choose, out. choose to be <laughs> the dogs barking. So yeah, okay. So you made that decision. You had a physical, digital copy. I recommend just going digital. You know what I mean? Like I own physical books and they're great and I love them. But yeah, well, uh, yeah, like enough them. Cheetos and beer makes those books just gross. Yeah. So and just get digital. As someone who likes to read in the bath, it's <laughs> very difficult when you have a big book. It's just like my elbows <laughs> on the bathtub and my other arms trying to stay out of the water. And, and I, yeah. Motherfucker takes baths. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grown man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, side discussion there. Yeah. A little curious, but okay. And what's wrong with taking a bath? Nothing's wrong with taking a bath. Dude. Like, yeah, it's cool. All seven-year-olds do it. <laughs> what? What? What's wrong with soaking in warm water to relieve stress? Because you end up soaking in your own filth, bro. What the? I'm. 
you're you're dirty from mowing the lawn. You're gonna get in a tub of water where all the fucking grass and dirt just floats. No, that's no, 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 no. I'm not like that disgusting. You can take a shower before you do that. Okay. Well, then I'm on just that talking same about concept, like, like the relaxing, normal, normal like, day to day. You get shit on you. You get dirt. You get dust. You I get st- garbage. Why would you bring that all and soak in it in a tub when you can just take a shower and have it all fall to the bottom? I take yeah. That's what you do first, and then you take a soak. And then you soak and relax with salts. And, salts? Yeah, Epsom salt. Yeah, like because sure. I care about my body. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like it to last. I got the NutriVet so, Quiet Moments Calming Aid Dog Supplement. Oh, nice. <laughs> so what he's saying is he likes to marinate himself I with the zombies. Oh, That's no. What it sounds like. No, I make Lucas soup. Like, it's hot, like hot water, That's like gross. steaming. You can buy salts. that online for fifty nine ninety five. That's right. I should fucking oh, sell it. Like, what's that bitch's name? <laughs> Jesus. I don't think anybody's drinking my bath water, though. And if they do, they fucking deserve what they get. That's a horrible episode. Oh, man. <laughs> we are really off on our rails now. Oh, yeah, no. All right. I'm going home now. So bath water, what are we... drinking bath water. Where are we? Uh, so uh, we were, where were we on? Uh, the tail end of digital versus Physical. Digital versus so, yeah. physical. So, yeah, yeah, I like I, I like the books, but I agree that digital is more than likely what people will do in the future. I agree with that yeah, even if you're not, even if you say like, oh, I'm going to stick with D and D forever, and I'll always buy the books. It's like, hey, man, if you're just starting out, go digital. Go digital. Yeah. Go digital. To buy it digital, it's the same shit. You'll have it forever. Who buys bookcases? Like this shit's dumb. Like declutter your life, bro. I feel personally attacked by this because oh. I'm looking at buying a new bookcase. Fucking bookcases, dude. I fucking hate them. Oh, okay, have, Justin a, does not a, speak for both of I us. Michael of and I both novels. love our books, and I plan on showing them, no, and I plan on putting no, them in a bookcase. No. So I, I will my, say that Justin we, does we, not speak I think us. we have one or two, because uh, I think our physical books have all become like conglomerated uh, at our, our really D&D space. Uh, I don't we know do have one or two anymore. Yeah, we have one or two copies where like the hard cover has a chunk torn out of it somehow. That's my I, player's handbook. Oh, that's how we know it's that's Lucas's. That's my player's handbook. Yeah. No idea how that happened. My but. dog. Okay, yeah. So there is that that with the physical version mm-hmm. uh, that you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. But it is a good point. Do you decide to go physical? Do you decide to go digital? Uh, and that's if you're going to make that step to invest in that, which... As I said, you don't have to. You can do the free rules that yep. give you a very good a good overview. And if you're just dipping your toes in it, if you're just going for your first session, you don't know if you're going to like it or not. It's the perfect thing. Yeah, it's the perfect thing. It's the it's one free. or two subclasses. Don't dip mm-hmm. your toes in it. Go balls deep. <sighs> yeah. Honestly, like if you're Go thinking about D&D and you're listening to this podcast, do you're it. already in too far. That's going to say. You <laughs> should do it. You should just do If you're listening to this, do it. Yeah. 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 Get that starter set, get the full understanding of sure. being a player, being a DM, how the monsters work, how everything else works. You get a free di- uh, set of dice with it. Okay. Um, so that's going to be this the, is at your old local game store, that is what you're talking about with the free game and free thing of dice and all that. No, it's, no, it's a starter set. In fact, you, you can get a target. Uh, yeah, you the target okay, had well, them for a while. What I'm saying is that like you wouldn't you can't do that online. No, I don't think the starter set of dice no, online. No. I actually, Amazon I, maybe. But. Actually, I think uh, the D and D Beyond might have the starter set with because I know they've That's been right. doing digital versions of dice. D and D Beyond, I think, has dice rolling. You just you just it click does. things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's and what I do sometimes. They though. sent me a they sent me an email a while back that was like, "Hey, log in and get your free set of digital dice." I was like, "The fuck." <laughs> I have way too many physical dice. So yeah. I don't need a Bitch, digital I can't set. keep your digital dice in this awesome wizard bag. Exactly. <laughs> uh, or my 3D printed box that I made that yeah. is broken. Uh, well, that's bad 3D so, printing. Yeah. It was one of my first shots. Anyways, the, so you, you got your, your rule set that you're going to get. Sure. Either you're going to get it from the, the website, the basic overview of the rules. You're going to get a starter set. Or you go out and pl- buy the player's handbook if you feel like you know, you're going to make that investment and you're sure. going to get in. Yeah. Uh, what else should you have? Uh, people, people, and I think we're kind of talking about you know you're going to a game that somebody's invited to you to, oh, okay. or you're yeah, go- yeah, yeah. or you're going to Adventure League. My uh, big, where my, there's going to be other. My big there. bring, uh, pen and paper, pencil and paper. Definitely you, need you pen want and paper. scrap. Yes, you want yes. something to yes. doodle on. You want something to keep notes on. Mm-hmm. You doodle. need something. Yeah, you yeah. need something to. Right. When other players are talking, you need to drown that out. And do your doodles. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then when it's your turn to talk, you just interrupt and say what they say. I'm going to kick you off this podcast. I'm going to send you to your room. It's right over there. It's right there. In fact, Brewer just vacated it. Yeah. So no. yeah, pen and paper is a good thing to bring, uh, so you can write down your I notes think, on what people yeah. are saying. I notes think on what's going on. Notes are a often overlooked period of D and D. You want to take, you want to treat it as like a freshman course that you've never been in in college. You know what I mean? Like you want to you want to take notes that are enough that you can understand what's going on, but not deep enough that you have a great understanding. That, That's how and, I look at notes and trying to take those kind of notes. The you know, I'm writing down for word for word. No, You're going to fall do behind. Don't do You're that. not going to be paying attention to what else is going on. You're going to miss things. Yeah. You know, something to write down. Get your um, get your stenographer notes down. Oh, that's you know, a good idea. Stenographer short, notes. Yeah. Uh, writing shorthand about what's going on. Then, you know, you have a basic understanding of what's going on. And if you ever have to come back to them, so say you love it. You get your first session. You love it. You keep going on. You keep taking notes and stuff. You can always come back. And review because you yourself may not remember things, but your character should, uh, and that way you can revisit them. So, okay, well, that's great for second session, but we're talking about first session exactly. here. What is the? Um, what are some other things? What are what are some outside the box ideas that you would bring to your first session of D anD D? Now that we've played for four years, what is something that you can't go without? What is something that you're like, oh, okay, this is. I wish snacks. I would have done this first. <laughs> Sunflower seeds. <laughs> Make sure you have snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, really just the, what I would say to new players after, after playing so much is to not have expectations of things, but to just go with what happens. This okay. is one of those rare opportunities where it's real, uh, storytelling in, in like, in like a birth, it, it's hard to birth new, uh, Whoa. stories. Yeah. And when you're when you're with a bunch of people, this is one of those rare opportunities. So don't have expectations of how you think it's going to go, but just go with things. That's what that's what I would really tell people. It's not oftentimes a lot of people say like, "Oh, DMs railroad." I, I think players railroad more than DMs. Mm. I think there's a big problem with new players, especially being like, "Oh, this is." This is my backstory. Right. This is my and, character. And this, and this, this is, is the thing. This is what I want to tell. This is yeah. what I want this the is, character to be. Yeah. yeah, these narrow lines. This is where I live. That's see, and that's what I would say is break those down. Yeah, if if you want, if you go into this saying, I want to be Aragorn and I want to play a Lord of the Rings story, it's not going to go how you think it's going to go. Okay, well, let's talk about alignment real quick. When you make a character, you think about the alignment, not necessarily concrete it into a lawful neutral, lawful good, you know, chaotic evil kind of situation. But is there a thing where when you're coming new to a table, do you want to have that locked in? Do you want to have your alignment locked in? Or is that something that's malleable? I I would say if if you're coming to a first time, just kind of think about... What are the advantages uh, you, of having that locked in? If you're making your own character and you're not playing something that, you know, if you're coming to a group and the DM's like, hey, play this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're coming in with your own character or you're making one up for Adventure League or whatever, just kind of first session, is he is he good and how good is he? Because uh, I think playing a an evil character is not going to be a first first time thing. Jesus Christ. No, it's no, not no, your eighth not. time thing. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> that's a whole separate... We'll, that we'll, we'll probably do a whole session on playing evil characters. Um, we need to. We yeah. need to. So... I don't think I still is he, understand. Is he good either. and how... Or are they good? How good are they? Yeah. Um, it's the hero know. complex, right? Yeah. Are they, you know, a staunch... You know, laws are... that We had the other podcasts. Are they, you know, the law is the law and we're going to follow it? Or is it... Or yeah. is it... I'm just going to do good things to be a good guy. Yeah. You know, j- just because that's good. Uh, and that's, I, I think that's the extent that I would go to for a first time player. For alignment is, wise, yeah. Like good and how good. Yes. The rogue, the rogue person might trickle a little bit into your, am I bad? Am I, you know, Ugh. am I trying to be Absolutely good not. to make up for no. a bad life? Uh, you, the, the, that last part, yes. Like, yeah. do they have a little bit of trouble doing that's, a good thing? You know, but that's, that might be a little much, a little too nuanced for, for your first um, yeah. for your first foray. Just, I would say for your first foray, make a... Make a hero. Yeah, make a, make a hero. It's yes. easy. Yeah. 
they are out to do good for yeah. for the people. They they're are easy to understand their motives. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's an easy thing to make, and if you find out, you know, later on that this is what you want to do, you know, you get your first session done, you still feel good about it. Um, and going forward, if you keep playing it going forward, you can get more nuanced on it. Sure. Uh, yes, they're they're a hero, but are they Damaged a last? Are they a letter yeah. of the law hero, yeah. or are they? Uh, for the good of the people hero, you know, Robin Hood is not lawful good. Robin Hood is neutral or chaotic, actually chaotic good. So yeah, okay. you, well, let's, you would let's get more nuance more, on that later. Let's look at a more specific. What are some, uh, so, okay. So it's your first time in D and D. What are some things you can expect? What are some words? I was going to say before, before we get specifically into that, the one thing that we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. That we were talking about earlier. Dice. Oh, oh <sighs> Yeah. What is your what is your words of wisdom on dice? You don't have to buy them well, because there are digital. a bunch of free dice rollers in the sure. in Apple and Android app stores. Literally, I would also recommend Google find, googling your digital. local game store and buying a set of dice for six ninety nine or seven ninety nine yeah. or however much. Support the cheap a support set a is. local store. Support your local game store. Get you're one going, set of you're dice. Go, you're going to a game tonight. Like stop in at that local comic book store, and they have literally they sell dice. That's every dice you could need. It's the D twenty. It's the D twelve. It's the D one hundred. There's D10. no way you won't find a set you like. New player stuff. New player stuff. So, okay, we're talking about new players. We're talking about expectations. We're talking about a new game that you're stepping into. What are some uh, catchphrases? Give me something that you're like, hey, this is probably something you're going to hear. Um, checks, saves. Attacks. Attacks. Let's, those are uh, the, the big three. The big three. So let's go over those. What is a check? What is a save? What's an attack? Michael and I are talking about this. Like, do we want to get into the like the real deep discussion of just a check? No, versus, yeah, no. Just, just so kind just of an overview. overview. Yeah. So, so what's when a I check? S- what's a save? What's an attack? So the first, so the most obvious thing, the mo- one of the first things you're going to encounter is I want to hit the knoll or the goblin with a sword. Okay, sure. roll for attack. Roll for attack. When you hear roll for attack, you're going to take or use your d20 online. And you're going to roll a twenty-sided dice. Sure, that's an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then you're going to add your bonuses from your character sheet mm-hmm. or your your online character sheet. It's going to tell you for what weapon, what you add to it, what you mm-hmm. add to it. It's either yeah. going to be your on your character sheet. It's strength, either going to be your dex, dex or strength or wisdom if you're a druid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or yeah, there, there's yeah, a lot there's... of nudity stuff. But it, if you're playing fighter for basic first time, strength or dex. Yep. Uh, and then you. Take your roll, you add your points to it, you say, you know, I, I rolled an 18 to hit. One of the things that you're going to be adding is a very common thing is called proficiency bonus. A proficiency bonus is the idea of what you're good at in life. Your proficiency bonus is... Your experience, really. Your yeah. proficiency bonus always starts at plus two... And then it goes up as you level up, and it's and it is it's in your table, and it's added to the things that you're handle. good at mm-hmm. as a player. So, I'm assuming with that uh, new player free thing, it also has that same table. Yeah, it'll have the table, and for the character sheets that are included, like the starter set, yeah, uh, the character sheets that come with it are going to have the proficiency listed on it. Uh, so it also, if you're going out to Adventure League, they're going to hand you a character sheet yeah. to fill out. Proficiency is always an addition to. Yes, mm-hmm. that's and an it's, important thing. To and understand. it's the yes. things you're. It's the things you're skilled at. Yeah. Yes. So if you're a fighter, you are skilled at using yeah. weapons. Your check, your save, your attack, mm-hmm. and then you addition to proficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking yeah. like the first thing we're talking about is attacks. Like a fighter will add proficiency to martial mm-hmm. weapon attacks. Correct. But a spell casting tiefling or a spell casting tiefling wizard won't add proficiency to melee weapon attacks because that's not what they're good at simple weapons right. they could do they no yeah if they have simple weapon proficiency i think everybody has. if simple they have simple weapon proficiency i don't think yeah so it's one of those a proficiency bonus is added to things that weapons. you are adept at so sure. that's that's the thinking of why do I add this? It's because it's you know if so I'm a fighter, I'm yeah. good at hitting things with they my left arm. Do not okay. The wizard, really? wizard, yeah. no and simple the, weapon proficiency. No, because no, you're not crazy. fucking hitting things Daggers. with a fucking club. Daggers so here, and why staffs. would you be? So here's here's the thing, right? You gotta you gotta pay attention to your thing, your your character sheet. You have to know your proficiencies, mm-hmm. which is very important. 
you're going to have to, as a new player, you're going to have to understand the difference between dexterity. Oh, oh, that's a really good example. So give me the rundown difference between stats. Okay. You're going you're gonna to well, have stats to your character. You're going to have strength, dex, intelligence, wisdom, charisma, charisma constitution. constitution. Those are the what, six. What are the... You there's, can, a, there's a salad, You right? can find What's, this. Okay, yes, you can find it. It's called the salad thing. So <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan of that. But I yes. love it. It so, helped me out immensely when so I was first starting. We so, will explain this in a very short amount of time because it can take a little bit. Think of a tomato. I want you as listeners to think of a tomato. Now, think of that tomato in reference to the six stats of D&D. Strength is the ability of how far you can throw the tomato. Dexterity is the ability to dodge said thrown tomato. Next. Intelligence is to understand that a... Tomato is a fruit. Tomato is a fruit, yes. <laughs> and wisdom is to understand... That, not to put that a tomato does not go in a fruit salad, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And then a constitution is to know that a tomato. No, 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 no. Constitution is to be able to eat a rotten tomato. How yeah. well you could eat a okay. rotten tomato. <laughs> Charisma is the ability to sell to convince tomato-based fruit salad. Is the ability to sell a tomato-based fruit salad. There's there's a lot of nuances that go past that, but uh, it's a good basic. Right, it's, it's a very a good basic. It's it, a, for me, starting out, that was really helpful because I was like, especially between intelligence and wisdom, that was like. I could not, for the life of me, figure yeah. out the difference between the two. It's the I, I like understanding to think, a tomato is a fruit, and understanding a tomato doesn't go in a fruit salad yeah. is like that is like perfect. Yeah. For yes. I, I like to think of it as it's the difference between uh, book smart and street smart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's wisdom a good one too. is street smart. Yeah. Intelligence is book smart. Charisma is the street seller. Yeah. Is the guy who can sell you a watch yeah. that you think is a Rolex for fifty dollars. You know, yeah. for and in, in fifth edition it's also your basically the strength of your personality pretty Yes, much. yes. That's how you explain a spell casting charisma person, like a bard or a sorcerer. Or warlock. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. so makes sense when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So g- getting back to the, the, the big three that you're gonna hear. So we get, we did attacks. And then we did the uh, so we we talked about your stats, your yeah, stats that are going to go into the uh, other what they two. All, what they all are, yeah. So yeah. they're going to go into your other two, your checks and your saves. So more than likely, you're not going to start off in a combat encounter. You're going to start off role playing, talking with people in a tavern. And if you say, "Hey, I want to do," you know, you're in the tavern uh, with the group of people, and you say, "Hey, I want to go play some darts." Your DM's going to go. Uh, your DM may go. All right, make a dexterity check to throw your see how well you throw the darts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the uh, check is going to be when you're doing something the dm's going to call for it and it's in relation to whatever you're doing it, so, i look at it as front-loaded versus back-loaded yes yeah checks are your front-loaded saves are your back-loaded yep mm-hmm. So yeah, in in relation to that, so you're gonna throw darts. Uh, that's a very dexterous thing. Yeah, um, give me a dex check. Yeah, so you're going to roll your d20, and you're it's going always to, a d20. It's always a d20 for those three. It's All always three. a d20. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so you roll your d20, and then you're gonna roll your dexterity. Uh, you're gonna look at your character sheet. You're gonna add your dexterity modifier. Yes. Which, when you think about modifiers, we're gonna look at the actual number of the skill. Uh, based on a 10-point scale. Everybody thinks it's a 20-point scale, but it's actually 10 with a negative and, and positive. Mm-hmm. And so when you start at 10, it's a zero, and then every two points, it's a positive or negative one. Yes. So 10 to a 11, 12 is positive one. 10 to a 9, 8 is negative one. And then so on and so on. 13, 14 is two. Yeah. 15, 16 is three. So that's what, so yeah, so it yeah. gets noodly, and that's going to be on your character sheet, yeah, which yeah, either yeah. you get handed or it's going to be something you're going to work out. I, I equate it to the pH scale. That's, that's mm-hmm. that helped me out to be <laughs> acidic and basic. I don't even know that. 10 is neutral. Yeah. 10 yep. is neutral, above and beyond, eight, minus 10, eight, whatever, like that's acidic and basic. Mm-hmm. So it's minus and plus. Yeah. So your, your checks are going to be the things that you're doing. 
Um, you could, you know, I want to talk to, I'm going to talk to the bartender and I want to convince him to give me the beer for less. Sure. You so that's 13 be, in intelligence. Or well, intelligence well, is going to be for that. So you, you well, want to convince the bartender to charisma. give it to you for less. That's so you have gonna a 13 be charisma. in charisma. Yeah. So what the, would that be? Uh, 13 would be plus two. one. Two. two. You no, know, it would be two because that's yeah. 12 to 13. Yes. Yeah. So the uh, 13, say, 14 is two. I'm going to talk to the bartender and I want to pay less for this beer. So you'd roll a d20, you would add your check, which is a 2. Which is, well, it's going to be your 2, plus Plus the DM's. Yeah, the DM's not going to say make a charisma check for that. The DM's going to say make a persuasion check. Mm. And your persuasion, uh, which you may or may not be proficient in. base stat has... A whole bunch of breakdowns. Breakdowns within. So there's, when you're rolling a check, it's usually going to be one of your breakdowns for that stat. So there's... Like thirty of them, or something. There's more than that. There's a lot. Uh, so you can make them up too. Yeah, and you can make them up. Um, so we were talking about charisma there. For charisma, charisma breaks down into persuasion, uh, persuasion, deception, intimidation, and I think there's one more. I'll let him wear himself. Oh, that might be it. I think that might be uh, it. performance. Oh, performance. Yeah, per- yeah, always yeah, forget yeah. about performance. Rarely yep. used. Uh, very, very yeah. used, but a very heavy bard yeah. skill. So very heavy all skill. of those, all of those breakdowns relate to the main stat, one of those main six, uh, and then in each of those breakdowns, you may or may not be proficient. So if you are skilled in talking to someone, if you're a bard, you may be proficient in persuasion and performance. So you're going to sure. add your proficiency bonus to that, but you're yeah. not very skilled at lying. Those are called skills, right? Yes. Yeah. Your various skills. Yeah. Uh, so skills are specific stat items. You have mm-hmm. acrobatics, you have athletics. Those are all skills based within the six major stats. Yeah, and they're they're made to give more nuance to just saying make a charisma check or make a dexterity check. One of the big ones is insight, mm-hmm. wisdom, I, wisdom I, based. I, yeah, it's wisdom based, but I often. It, Screw up because of intelligence. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, for me, intelligence and insight seem like they should be paired together. I think it's the eye. You know, I it, don't it could be the eye. So, uh, yeah, insight's going to be that's going to be a wisdom check. The way I think about it is you're you're reading uh, facial reading features. You're yeah. reading the way that they're nonverbal communication. Yeah. You're looking to see if somebody's lying. Yeah, you're cold, you're cold reading people. You're looking for much. an insight into the under, You're reading between the lines. Yes, and that's uh, a wisdom. Definitely a wisdom based yeah. fruit salad kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. tomato based to, fruit salad. To uh, so in uh, if you get asked to make an insight check, it's because you say. Uh, you know, an NPC is explaining something to you, and you say, "Do I believe them, or do I think they're lying about that?" Yeah. The DM's going to say, "Make an insight check." Okay. So one of the things that often comes up, especially in the books and especially with characters, one of the big things is physical versus mental stats. And I know this came up a lot in druids uh, when you're talking about wild shaping, uh, but it's actual important thing to understand is that like your Dexterity, your strength, and your constitution are your physical stats, mm-hmm. while intelligence, wisdom, wisdom and, charisma. and charisma are your intelligent mental, mental stats. Yeah. So we, we're looking at we're looking at stats, we're looking at proficiencies, we're looking at uh, skill checks. We can really saves. get into a long yeah, discussion. So that, with these. We'll we'll save that for the big <sighs> yeah. long discussion. But uh, when you're when you're first coming to the game, you're you want to be very general with it. You have those three things. You have your attack. You have your check. You have your save. Which we need to get into the save. Right. What is saving that save? throws? Okay. So without getting too noodly, what when what is the difference between a check and a save? Okay. Uh, a so, check is you doing something. And a save is somebody doing something to you. Right. Perfect. So or ch- something perfect. happening Let me to give you. you a real basic scenario. So you as your character, you are having to walk on a cliff's edge. But you chose to walk on this cliff's edge. You, you are the rogue. So the DM says, you, you tell the DM, I want to walk along this cliff's edge. He's going to tell you, all right, that's fine. Make a dexterity check. Yeah. You roll your 20-sided dice and it doesn't come up very high. It comes up like a four. <laughs> and even if your rogue is very, and your rogue is low level, so he doesn't have a huge dexterity bonus, and it doesn't come up very high. Sure. So you made the dexterity check to walk along the narrow path. 
now the D- the dungeon master will make you more than likely make a dexterity saving throw to not fall to off not the edge. fall or, off the edge of the mountain or to not fall you failed so you might fall the save is going to be do you fall completely or, or do, do you, you catch, catch yourself, yourself? Yeah. exactly okay, cuz right. the check was you're falling you 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 slipped because sure. if you rolled high you, you had the movie moment where okay. you walked along the edge of the cliff and everything was yeah. fine. But you rolled a four and your ass is falling. All right. And now the saving throw is to make sure that you don't fall to, you know, a, some damage. And depending on how high you are, is it death or dismemberment? Mm-hmm. A little less extreme example uh, would be uh, in combat. Uh, most a lot of spells are going to make you make saves. So if you're fighting a spellcaster, uh, the spellcaster is going to say, uh, or they're going to cast a spell at you, and you're sure. going to have to make some kind of save to resist the effects of that spell. That's a save. That is a save. Yeah. Yes. So okay, well let's back it up a little bit because you bring up a very important thing of being in combat or out of combat. Those mm-hmm. are two. I think that's we a just dia- described yeah. two di- the two different states. diametrically opposed things. How do you know when you're in combat versus out of combat? What are, what are some keywords to look for when you're <laughs> fighting the, or when you're not fighting? The, the biggest one: roll for initiative. That's a big. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Those are two completely, I think, 5e. What do you mean when you say roll for initiative? Roll for initiative means we are no longer in flipsy doodle, do whatever the fuck flipsy you want. Flipsy doodle. doodle. I don't know what you want to call it. Like, hey, describe what the fuck you're doing. Like, roll we're no longer theater, in that. We'll yeah. call that you, theater of mind. Sure. Yeah. No more flipsy doodle. You have six seconds. What are you doing in those yeah. six seconds? That's what initiative is. So we were it's t- like, we're gonna we're gonna cut this down. Yeah. We were talking about this in the, the in the previous podcast that came yeah. out. Round uh, versus turn versus yeah. combat versus out of combat. These are important things, and there are things that are gonna come up when you're brand new to a game that are probably confusing. Yes, and that, like I said, we were talking about this in the in the previous podcast how Justin and Lucas are playing two different games here. Yeah, uh, and you can and you can kind of think about it like that. So. The out of combat stuff is um, I meet the you know yes. the other players in the tavern. We're oh, having a good time. I'm Superman. Yes. We're walking around. <laughs> yes. uh, we're, we're meeting people. Yeah. We're talking to other you know we're talking yeah. to NPCs that the DMs running things Once like that. Once you hear roll for initiative, you're playing Justin's game. Yeah, yeah. the the game playing <laughs> the game changes. Not it just it, I don't I wouldn't say it changes completely because there's still a lot of stuff that you can do. You're no longer playing make believe. You're playing poker. You're trying to win. <laughs> You're trying to win. You've got you've yeah, got cards you that you can play. Yeah. You have a toolkit. It's like a thing. Yeah. So that's going to be initiative. Is combat is starting. The you know you you fucked up in the bar. You started a bar fight, and the guards run in, and they're going to start attacking people. Sure. Initiative starts. The DM says, "Roll for initiative." Roll for initiative. So that's going to be and and for all you listeners out there, initiative is just the combat order. Yes, that's all it is. It's yep. nothing more. Nothing less. It's. Who it's, goes first, second, third, fourth? It. We're we're breaking down the the six and second it, turns into yeah. a round. And your initiative is basically your dexterity modifier. And if you have any sort of random bonuses to your initiative, oh, that's a very interesting score. point because dexterity is your that is yeah your initiative modifier is your direct it goes off dexterity of your dexterity stat unless you have any sort of random character or Samurai class traits that Feats. add to your initiative yeah. bonus. Sure. Uh, yeah. like alert and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you're gonna roll it's a twenty sided dice and you're gonna add your deck you're gonna add your initiative bonus and you, and more than likely your character sheet. Or your online will show what that bonus is. But if you want to know what it is, it's your, it's, dex. It's your dexterity modifier plus any bonuses. God, it's so hard to think of D and D on like an, uh, like somebody who's never gone to D and D. Like maybe it's because we played it for so long, but it's really difficult for me There's to be a lot. like. It's it's There's really difficult for you me start, to be like. You start thinking about it, and like when I first oh, started, you know what this is, and it's yeah. like, oh no, no, they might no, not. No, they know. Yeah. No. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of stuff and. It, it would behoove you to read the basic rules. Skills. And kind of, yeah, really? get, a, get an understanding of... You get an understanding of, of the skills, you're ahead of the game. Oh, yeah. If you if you understand what those skills do, you're definitely ahead of the game. Okay, but I, I was talking about like when I first started, and I started looking at those stat points. Oh, Jesus. The stat points have no relation to like modifiers. actual combat. It's the modifiers. It's the modifiers. And yeah. the fact that I have these stats... So my strength... There was times when we first started playing... 
uh, David was David was like, uh, okay, you hit. What's your what's uh, roll attack plus your strength? And I'd be like, okay, well I rolled an eight plus my strength, a fifteen. <laughs> so I was a twenty three. And people were like, wait, what? Wait, what? How do How'd you have you do plus fifteen? How would you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. ridiculous. So, so it's okay. It's okay to make those little things, which don't is you? why yeah. I think it's a very important thing to understand my. Uh, Acidic basic scale, yes, <laughs> ten yes. neutral zero, mm-hmm. and then plus or minus based. So on you're you're gonna twos. have that table real in quick. The starter rule set, the basic rule set, yeah. or the player's handbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that table of modifiers. Yeah, Justin's acidic rules <laughs> for combat. Do you put in the character sheet? Do you put the modifier in the big? In the big section and the Correct. score in the little, yep. or do you put the score in the nope. big section and the mod? Nope. See, I'm a put the score in the big section, oh, put the modifier moron. in the little one. You're <laughs> a moron. Yes, yes. No, you put modifier big, score little. Yeah, because the score doesn't mean the shit. Score doesn't mean modifier shit. that means in yeah. something. So if you go and print out one of your, uh, character sheet off of D and D's, there's uh, two spots. Yeah, D and D's website's got a big old list of character sheets you can print out. It shows, or you might get handed a, one if you a go classic places. Character sheet too. Yes, like there's a. I mean, it's got filigree. It's got yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice. It, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. cool. Looking. And it's got everything it's laid beautiful. out, so you know what numbers you need. Uh, and you're either you know you're gonna print one out yourself. You might get handed one in eventually yeah. or your friend who invited you can give you one yeah uh, and you're gonna but fill that it out sheet has a big spot for a number and a little, little spot for a number for, yeah, for every your, stat for your main six stats yeah. yes and it, it is totally up to you whether you want to use your modifier for the big and actual number for the small or if you're a psychotic like lucas you want to use your actual <laughs> number for the big and you modify for this. I'm a terrible person, and I do psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there is there is the the right way to do it, and then there's the Lucas way <laughs> yeah. of doing it. This tabs versus uh, <laughs> what is it? So, tabs versus spaces. Can I tell you a forty second story about how my brain works? Sure. I was in a psychology class in college, oh, and our that sounds like a bad time. And our and our <laughs> professor asked us to draw. Like she said, she gave us fifteen seconds to draw our version of a house. And I drew an A-frame house. Yeah. And she said, in 30 years of teaching, no one has ever drawn an A-frame house. What's an A-frame house? It looks like a tent. It looks like a tent. It's an A-frame house. Well, yeah. I mean, that's normal houses, though, right? Well, no. Okay. When you when you think of draw a house, most people draw a teepee and then a square. Oh, you said without the square, then. And I drew yeah. an A-frame house. You just drew a teepee. I drew a teepee with a door. Well, that's because you're Native American. Well, she's well. That's how my my weird brain works. Is it's just that's that's the first thing I thought of. She's in yeah. thirty years. No one has ever drawn an A frame house. So that's I, I do weird, huh? stupid things like that. Like yeah, my brain takes left turns when everyone else goes right. Yeah, yeah. I call it my A frame brain. Your A frame brain. My A frame brain. <laughs> yeah. My, well, my wife oh, will ask me like, "Why did you think of that?" And I'll be like, "Well, that's my A frame brain." Yeah. Sometimes it works to my advantage, and I come up with unique solutions to problems. Yeah, for sure. And then sometimes I hit walls. And just eats books. And eat books. I like it. So, I mean, we've come across a a lot of great deals. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got the physical versus digital. We've got phrases you might use. Yep. You're you're first coming into a game, there's going to be a lot of words you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's important is is to say to ask DM, ask other players. Everybody's out to help you. Nobody's out to screw you. No, over a no. Game. I, no. I have yet to see anybody been like, no. It's well, no, 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 no. I, I need to caveat aspect. what you said. There are bad tables. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. Nobody you competes at D and D. You are so wrong. You think there's You're people so who compete wrong. at D and D? Yes, absolutely, Justin. You have never. You. The fact no. that they actually ran competitive D and D at conventions yes. uh, proves pr- 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 that wrong. Somebody can yes. win D and D. Yes, it's. There are people uh, who there are do okay. So a little side story about that. There are at uh, I don't know if they do still do them, but they're wow. at Gen Con and other conventions like that. They did run competitive D and D where the that's they, all subjective. They had the yeah. well, actually no, it wasn't. So they had all these tables were running the same module. They had different DMs that were running them, so but all the, D- get to the end. all the DMs got together in a group and they basically laid out if they find if they find this clue, X, they, get, y, and Z. they get one point. If they get through this combat, they get another point. Ah. If they do this, they get a point. Uh, and so then I'd they be go so out. So good at that, they run it, and <laughs> at the end of the day, whoever got more points won. 
The problem is you get into, like you said, it's subjective, subjective or how different DMs run clues. Right, how difficult yeah. one DM would yeah. make a combat versus how difficult another DM would make a combat. Well, they're all running the same combat. It's just, you know, well, you can have the same creatures and a, di- a DM Jesus. will run them differently. Yes, And a yes. DM may be able to kill a party with that set of groups where and another every, DM can't. And, and, everyone will run, and everyone will have different dice rolls. Yeah. Like, yeah. like one people might be real smart and doing real well and then just have bad Well, the dice, dice roll rolls. thing I can get. That's how they should. That's how they should. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Team. That's your. That's do you know? Do you run into? Yeah. How know? many? How many twins did you roll? But how many but tens the did but, you but roll? the aspect how of how you roll? run the monster is very much like you and I will run a Bahir completely different. <sighs> I guess. You know? Yeah. That's like that's that that is one hundred percent. You you and I will play a wizard. Yeah. Two hundred percent differently. Okay. You know, so well, I think what's important here is we've talked about uh, new player to the game, digital versus physical. We've talked yeah. about different aspects of the turn order. We've talked about initiative. We've talked about physical versus mental stats. Mm-hmm. We've talked about what those stats and stat modifiers versus skills are. Advantage versus disadvantage. Advantage mm-hmm. versus dis- disadvantage. I think is a very important thing we didn't talk about here, but we often said what those those things are. So yeah. listen to past podcasts to figure out. Advantage. That. You roll with two dice, two 20-sided dice. You take the higher. Disadvantage. You roll with two 20-sided dice. You take the lower. Boom. Pretty yep. easy to understand. And it's, uh, yeah, it's the difference between uh higher this lowers. is this is a more favorite you know i have uh the, i'm good at this and i have a either i'm good advantage. at this or the position i'm in to do this is advantageous or it's disadvantageous. Hey, when to run advantage or disadvantage is up to your dm yep mm-hmm. and don't argue yeah that when he says it <laughs> when he says it if he that's says how it is if he says roll with disadvantage every now and then you could say do i have advantage on this and yeah. he'll say no don't no. give any lip kid no. don't give any no, lip. it's it's run with it at the table bring it up later yeah yeah exactly yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't definitely. This is I the main that's thing. A, don't that's argue. A, yeah, oh my God. That's a. That, I we mean, could have a anything whole, I can I, I can express to any kind of new players. Don't argue at the table. Just do whatever is done at the table to get through the session, and then bring it up afterwards as a contention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Talk that's, to talk to people before the session. Talk to people after the yeah, session, yeah, yeah, but yeah. don't. Don't bog down the game with oh this rule should have been enacted this way. I should have this been guy able to do have this. Made this role. Or, mm-hmm. No, please yeah. God, don't do that. Yeah, and if you're a new player, uh, people are going to. If you say you're going to do something, uh, listen to some of the other players. They're probably going to have good feedback for yeah. you. Is hey maybe maybe you should do this uh, instead of what you were trying to do, which may be completely wrong. Yeah. Hey, if you're uh, a six foot barbarian, maybe you shouldn't be trying to uh, do cartwheels and, uh, and, and, and pick locks. Maybe you should try to be smashing the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, All right. just, just thoughts. So great, great ideas. Great. Uh, session zero kind of thing. Yes. Session one. Early stuff. Yeah. yeah. Early stuff. Uh, pay attention to more of our podcast going forward. We're going to revisit this topic. Mm-hmm. I think a bunch of times it's yeah. to help out new players. We want you to get a feel for the game. Yeah. Understanding what it is when you come to the table, you know, and I think that's, a. Uh, Something we've we've touched on here, but it's going to be more important as we go forward in the podcast. Is as a as a tabletop role playing game, it is what you bring to the table. What you bring to the table, yeah. Yeah. So you can uh, you can be as advanced as you want. You can buy all the modules. You can bring you know fifty sets of dice to your first session if you want. Yep. Or you can get your, your free set of rules with a dice roller app, show up with a pen and paper, and you're good to go. Google's got it. What do it. you bring to the table, Justin? Uh, a hefty set of skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of beer. And a lot of beer. And a fucking Russian accent that <laughs> screws up everything. That screws up everything. It's so good. I, my the- Russian accent, you got to admit, my Russian accent is like almost perfect. If like if I... If I Travel anywhere and put on that accent, you would think I was Russian, right? Like there is no offensive. There is no like. It's not like a Ching Chong Bing Bong kind of Chinese accent. We're talking. You don't think so, but (laughs) is it that bad? No, my Russian accent is amazing, right? I mean, give me give give credit where credit is due. I can't say that because it infects every character I try to do. It's good. I will believe you have great accent work when your Carl Sagan infects my my robotic Carl Sagan is going to be amazing. Pay attention out there, campers. It's going to be on point. Next campaign, robotic Carl Sagan is going to be taking over the what I what I bring is a insatiable love for role playing and and self-loathing but you don't when even it comes do a voice 
You don't even do an accent. Oh, you <laughs> you don't have to. So new players, you do not have to do an accent. You, have you haven't heard any of my accents. Absolutely, and the fact that players, you said that insults me. New players, I'm going to show you. Please bring an accent to the table. Bring an Irish, Russian, something. And I'm with a winch, and I will. That sounds a lot like your. What was the 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 beard with the coins in it? Pirate. <laughs> it's the same accent. You don't know that. Jingle, jangle. Jingle, jangle. <laughs> oh, God. Well, so thank no. you very much for coming in today, campers. Uh, this has been a long one. We're going to be, uh, this week, we're going to be breaking down a character creation challenge of druids. So stay tuned for that. Around with more news and around the fires and everything you need to know about D&D 5e, please keep it right here. For, At the Fantasy Campground. Yeah, Fantasy Grant Grounds. Come come visit us on Twitch. Uh, we're going to be twitch.tv slash the negotiators, all one word, mm-hmm. uh, every Monday night starting around 7-ish. And uh, follow us on Twitter at FantasyCG. Lucas, any parting words for the new players out there trying to get a leg up? As, as a lot of things in life, when you're trying something new, just be patient with it and, and have fun. Try try to try to not take try to not take it too seriously and just have fun. Yeah, Michael, you don't have to do an accent. <laughs> and he's Lucas is right. You just have fun with it. Come in just with your basic set with your dice roller app for first time try, and be who you want to be. Play D and D. Yeah, and I'll Play say that D&D, you don't, you don't have way. to do an accent, but it definitely helps. If you can, you're gonna be you're gonna impress everyone. Yeah, but it's. But it's not a have to. All right. Well, thank you from Fantasy Campgrounds. This is Justin. My name is Lucas. And I'm fucking tired. (laughs) Thank you very much. Have a great night. She's like, That's oh, a good way to hear you have earphones in. I'm like, <laughs> I fucking sent you a message. <laughs> she doesn't fucking know. She has she, earphones in. Does I'm she a, punch I'm you? A, I'm a talk shit about her. <laughs> if she listens to this podcast, she'll know. <laughs> but she, she's going to have to listen to the very end to hear this shit. Oh, yeah. She's yep. too fucking busy to listen to our stupid <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the starter set has all the rules that. That was a phone, by the way. That was my toe. <laughs> I didn't need that one. I have nine others. They're about the same price either way. Jesus Christ. Phone or toe. Is that blood? <laughs> Do you want... Just tell me what you want for dinner tomorrow. Oh, oh my... <laughs> what are I'm you, talk sorry. on a brick? <laughs> I don't understand how that was so heavy. Sorry. What are you keeping so there, hard. buckles? <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry. <laughs>